Today is Friday, February 5th, and you're listening to The Morning Announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. Let's get this Friday started with some congressional drama. Last night, the House of Representatives voted to remove Marjorie Taylor Greene from her seats on the Education and Labor and Budget Committees. 11 Republicans joined the Democrats in voting to strip her of these committee assignments. Green gave a sob story on the House floor yesterday, reversing her comments that school shootings and 9-11 aren't real and saying that her social media posts were from 2018 when she was, quote, upset about things and didn't trust the government really. I mean, I definitely didn't trust the government in 2018, but somehow that never manifested in endorsing that members of government be executed. Green concluded her statements by claiming the media is just as guilty as QAnon in presenting lies that divide us. Nothing like an apology that's immediately followed up with a, but it's actually also your fault. Also out of Congress, yesterday the House impeachment managers called on Trump to testify under oath either before or during his Senate trial next week. His legal team replied immediately, saying that he will not voluntarily testify. In theory, the Senate could vote to subpoena him, which they most likely won't, which frankly I think is a huge mistake because we could totally fund the entire COVID relief package by selling tickets to that. Yesterday, President Biden gave his first speech on his vision for U.S. foreign policy. He promised to work with allies and climate on LGBTQ issues, vowed to confront Russia and China, and reverse Trump's planned troop redeployments from Germany, which Russia definitely isn't going to love. The most concrete policy change he announced was formally ending U.S. support for the Saudi-led offensive operations in Yemen. Maybe you're wondering what this is all about and why it's relevant. For context, the Saudis were intervening in an ongoing civil war in Yemen, which is partly a proxy war with Iran, aimed at ending their influence in Yemen. Under Trump, the U.S. was backing Saudi Arabia's operations in Yemen by providing logistical support, intelligence support, and military support, while Yemen remains in a famine since 2016 as a result of the Saudi blockade. And that is my attempt at explaining it as simply as possible. In more accessible foreign policy news, Biden also announced a presidential memorandum on protecting LGBTQ rights worldwide. Next, we have a little bit of Fox News news. Yes, you heard that right. The voting technology company Smartmatic has filed one of the biggest defamation suits ever against Fox News, suing them for $2.7 billion. In case you're not up on the voting machines market and haven't read up on your Fox News conspiracies, Smartmatic is a company that builds and implements electronic voting systems worldwide. The lawsuit names a number of Fox News hosts, including Lou Dobbs, Maria Bartiromo, and Janine Pirro, as well as Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell. And it alleges that they worked in a coordinated disinformation campaign that jeopardized the survival of Smartmatic as a company. The lawsuit alleges that defendants made over 100 false claims about Smartmatic and spread a conspiracy theory that they all knew was false for selfish and financial reasons. Sounds like the Fox News business model we all know and love. Lastly, we have some vaccine news. First, a quick update that Johnson & Johnson applied for emergency use authorization with the FDA and it's expected to be approved in a few weeks. If it's approved, Johnson & Johnson says they plan to supply 100 million doses by June. We also have an update about the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine. A study from Oxford University, yes, they studied their own vaccine, found that a single dose of the vaccine could cut virus transmission by two thirds. 
This is important because up until now, vaccine results had only shown that they reduce infections and severity of illness, and it was unclear whether the vaccine would also prevent transmission. So this is actually really great news. The study also found that the vaccine was 76% effective at preventing symptomatic infection for three months after a single dose, and that the efficacy rate actually rose with more time between the first and second doses. According to the study, when the three-week interval was increased to 12 weeks, the efficacy rate rose to 82%. Meanwhile, when the second dose was given less than six weeks after the first one, the efficacy rate fell to 55%. Honestly, it all sounds great. Just let me know when and where I can get it. Thank you for listening to The Morning Announcements. For our second episode of Afternoon Tea this week, I interviewed Amanda Littman, founder of the organization Run For Something. We talked about what it's really like to run for public office and how to get politicians elected who are actually going to look out for their constituents. You can find each new episode of The Afternoon Tea on Fridays in the Betcha Sup podcast feed. If you haven't heard what Afternoon Tea is all about, I'll be sitting down with some of the most interesting people in politics and media to chat about the things we care about most. It's basically like a political therapy session. So be sure to follow or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and stay tuned for a quick teaser from today's episode. Until Monday, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. What do you think either before or now are some of the biggest barriers to young people getting into politics? In speaking to people, what do you think those are? Well, I think part of it is structural. And like keeping in mind that the structures of our institutions determine who is able to enter them. A lot of these aren't full time. Over the last four years, Run for Something has helped elect nearly 500 young people to local office, most of whom are young women and most of whom are young people of color. It's possible. And the coolest part about once you see that it's possible is that it inspires more people to do it, too, and to change the rules with them as they go. Betches.